0: Hi everyone, this is Adel Kazilski, and you're listening to The Infinite Loop, a place for conversation, inspiration, and connection. It's human nature to always look at our glass half empty rather than half full. And it's human nature, I guess, to focus on the things that make our lives unpleasant and sometimes downright unbearable. Because what makes the news Let's be honest. It's not the good news that sells. The story is told of a young student who learnt that one should bless God over the bad equally as much as blessing God over the good. In fact, we all know that when we experience good news, we have a variety of forms of thanks that pass our lips. Baruch Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, or thank God. There are times when we will come to a special place or achieve a special stature and we'll say the blessing, Shehecheyanu, that you have sustained us and brought us to this day. When we hear good news, we will say the blessing, HaTov VeHaMetiv, that God, you are good and you do good. But equally, when we hear unfortunate news, like a death we have to bless god too with the blessing baruch Dayan haemet blessed are you god being a just and true judge really blessing the bad well this perplexed our young student so off he went to his rebbe the famed Magid of mezrich who was his spiritual master The young student asked him to explain and reconcile, how can one possibly bless God for something that's not good? The Rebbe said, I'm not qualified, rather go to the Beit Midrash, to the house of learning. And he told him to seek out a scholar there by the name of Rebzusha of Anipoli. He'd be far more qualified to answer the question, he was told, so dutifully, the young man went to the House of Learning to find resolution for this perplexing dilemma. He finds Rebzusha sitting in the back of the study hall. He's dressed in rags, and his entire worldly possessions seemed to be packed up in a small bundle on the floor. There was a wooden bench that doubled as a place to sit, but also a place to hold Rebzusha's weary body at night. And contentedly, Reb Zusha was bent over a holy book and he was studying. The young man approached him, apologized for his disturbance, and proceeded to propose his question. How does one bless God? For bad. Acceptance of suffering is one thing. But blessing? That's quite surely another scenario altogether. Reb Zusha. This frightful, scraggly-looking pauper looked up at him and shrugged his shoulders. "Um, I'm not sure why you were sent here, he replied. Surely you should go seek out someone who's experienced suffering. In a flash, the young man understood well the message and his conundrum dissolved into thin air. You see, it's pretty simple, your attitude determines your altitude. How you choose to perceive your life, your surroundings, your relationships, even yourself, is really up to you. It's your choice and here's the twist. We don't choose anything that we have. We don't choose our parents. We don't choose the color of our eyes and our hair. We don't choose how long we will live and even how much money we will make. Ah, I guess I could go on forever because everything is predestined. We only have one choice that we control and that's the choice of how we look at things. Do I crumble and fall because of my circumstances? Or is it an opportunity for growth? Do I choose to mope and complain about this or that? Or does it challenge me to think differently or out of the box? If I lack something, does that mean my life is miserable? Or can I look and see that I have so many other blessings and that this lack is insignificant? All day, every day, We make choices, choices on how we perceive life. Now this magnificent, intangible and invisible virus, COVID-19 has come to teach us this in an unbelievably powerful way. It has taught us that A, we are not in control and B, we can make choices to live happier more fulfilling lives if we choose to by focusing on what we have as opposed to what we have not so come on let's stop being stuck in our selfish negative headspace because it doesn't serve us well rather choose to be filled with gratitude for everything we do have and we all have a lot It's a liberating feeling to embrace the abundance of God's world. Oh, there's a cherry on the top of all of this. A reward for this type of thinking. When you genuinely are looking for the positive and you are grateful for your gifts, then God's benevolence is triggered and blessing flows even more. Go on. Try it. I dare you.